Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington, Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by Inc. Realty. Today, along with realtor Rob Lewis, Philip talks about tackling housing affordability. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple with Rob L., the realtor. He's back meditating live on air, getting doing his breath work in. Getting grounded. Yes, sir. It's about to be a bomb episode. I'm ready. We're talking about, you said, higher interest rates, not high interest rates. They're not high. They're just higher than what some people are used to. Yeah, like everybody who's a millennial. Yep. I was telling my, I was telling my buddy, I said, you realize like since we like become adulting, rates were like not normal in the history of mankind until right. now. Now they're back to normal. <laughs> right, right. When, when you look at it over the course of time, this is roughly where it's supposed to be sitting at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But looky there, Steve trying to jump in right now. Like Steve, what you what you got on there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> See, I'm talking about that thing on the podcast you told me about. Uh, but no, uh, you know, interest rates are what they are. I know we've talked about this before, but interest rates may be higher than what you are used to, but it is what it is. Uh, I've, I've given the same analogy in terms of like gas. You can complain about gas all you want, but if you plan on driving, you're gonna have to go get it. Mm. So it is what it is. If you plan on building wealth, the easiest entry point to do that, real estate, and the easiest way into real estate is your primary residence. And then after that primary residence, you can build on top of that. It it is the best savings account that you could possibly have, period, point blank, the end. So, it forces you to save money. So so let's talk about the question everybody's thinking about, though. Yeah, 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 Rob, I hear what you're saying, but, like, that interest rate actually is real, and it and it, it messes up my affordability. So, like, how do I afford a home? I think that's the, that's the question behind the question is, right, so it's normal, but now what? How do we, how do we still afford a home if I'm a, you know, person who feels... Slighted by the system, right? That that's a feeling, and I, I cannot, uh, I cannot combat feelings. Uh, but what I can do is tell you what reality is, uh, and the reality is the only thing that I cannot overcome mm-hmm. is income. I cannot make you make more money. Mm. So if you do not make enough money to afford a house, I cannot help there. Uh, if you make enough money. To purchase a house, it may not initially be the house that you want. However, going back to what I originally said, it is on your pathway to building wealth. So you may have to live in a house that you own, which is the most important part, for let's say three years, 
five years. Time is going to keep moving regardless. So it would be better, in my opinion, for you to live in that house for five years, build up some equity so that at that point you can take the equity. If you choose to, you can take all of the equity that you have built up in that house and then move it to a situation where you are more comfortable. However, if you are living in an apartment, most people are not comfortable in the apartment that they are living in. Mm -hmm. They are content in the apartment that they are living in. So if you're going to be content in an apartment, what is stopping you from being content in a house? Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm going to follow it up too. Because it sounds to me like it's a, a mindset thing and which affects their income or what they want to own. And the best way to get help on that is wealthbuildingmadesimple.us. <laughs> but, uh, but no, for real, because when you were talking, I was thinking about if you if you lived in England, like at the beginning of 1900s, mm-hmm. where it used to be what America is today, and you were like an everyday common man, uh, cost of living got hard for you. And like owning a home became just not possible, especially if you lived in London. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you had an option. You can Which stay. is the most expensive city to live 100%, in. hundred percent, right, right? That's what I'm saying. It ain't going down here. So it more it more was like it more was like, all right, you can like complain. Uh or you could like move to where the opportunity was, which was at the time America. So that's why America has so many immigrants, because you can come here and get land relatively cheap. And I feel like that's where we are today. I feel like the people that I was I was having um, and you, it'll blow your mind, having lunch. I went to a birthday party with my oldest son, and me and one of the dads went to go to lunch with my youngest while we were waiting. And uh, and his dad owns properties in Oklahoma. And he said, he said, he said, my dad's like, he's getting older, so he's selling properties. He sold one property for like $79,000. I was like, what? <laughs> you know, another one for like 140. I'm like, you can still buy those, but I mean, like those type of properties. Oklahoma part, but you have to like be willing to go to America. The the first investment property that 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 me and my wife bought was sixty thousand dollars in Indianapolis. Yeah, but I'm talking about he, his dad was talking about that today. Like those properties were like that today. The the, those prices wasn't that long ago. They wasn't. No, but I mean, like the 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 world was different just five years ago, price wise. Yeah, true. Yeah, before before they put. 25% 25% of the dollars ever printed into the economy in 2020. That's, that's I mean, that's the math. People go, how did it get so expensive? Because they took 25% of dollars ever in circulation and shoved it into the economy like, like here, two years ago. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course things are going to get more yeah, expensive. Yeah, of course. Th- <laughs> not to mention There's all the quantitative. Not, not, you know, the, the 10-year straight of quantitative easing, which is not money printing, but it's money printing. You know, so... Uh, so yeah, no, it's 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 uh I'm with you, man. Just find a way. I think first you got to decide you want to own a home. Correct, correct. Or you can just sit still and watch people continually build wealth, and you not, because yeah. you are. What people fail to realize, they are falling behind. Like, and, and right now is probably one of the best opportunities that I have seen within the last. Five years or so to buy a house um, for 
for now this is nationally uh if i and i'm trying to remember this off the top of my head forgive me do not quote me on this but i think we have seen a decline in housing prices for three consecutive months which which has not happened in a very long time mm. year over year um, I think the decline nationally was about 3% uh, last month. So prices are coming down. Even though interest rates are still higher than what you were used to, prices have come down some. So the fact that you can get into a house now for less than what you could get into it last year with still high interest rates, this is the time to jump. Because a lot of people are scared to do it so if you jump out there and do it, you have a leg up. The competition, there is still competition. Don't get me wrong. If somebody puts a beautiful product out there at a remarkable price, they're going to get multiple offers. Mm -hmm. Period, point blank, the end. I just had a situation like that. But however, those are fewer and farther between. Uh, and the properties that are not as aesthetically pleasing, they're still out there. And if it's solid, out of all probability, you're going to paint anyway. Hmm. You probably want to replace the carpet because that's the biggest air filter in the house. And you don't want everybody else's stale air. <laughs> so uh, you should always think, I'm going to replace carpet. I'm going to paint anyway. So those should not be a factor in buying a house. Man, go get your house. Go get your house. One of the best opportunities that I have seen personally in the last five years. Hmm. That. I will say with a guarantee. Hmm. I wonder if, you, if, if we're going to see more people uh, buying houses together. You know what I'm saying? Like roommates buying houses together. Friends. See, so that is, um, ooh, I'm going to pinch somebody right now. That is a us problem. Everybody else do it. From from a cultural perspective, well, you're talking about first generation. Not not once you become Americanized, is it the same? Because I think whether it whether it's skin color, I think it's an American thing, right? Because I don't know any, I don't know any European cultured people that have been here for generations that 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 do that. I think it's more first generation. Yes, they do. Trust well, me. Well, but I, but I'm saying I'm saying from 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 sure there are, but I'm saying from from what I've seen of looking at thousands of balance sheets over a couple of decades you know what i'm saying i you know um i'm i'm i from my what i've seen is first generation immigrants but from a color standpoint uh, uh it, it, it doesn't happen like once you've set, settled into like an american mindset um I don't want to make it into a color issue. Right. It's I'm saying, I'm saying, more yeah, of I'm a saying, I'm saying cultural. So American culture, though, is what I'm saying, because it's not a white or black thing is, is what I've seen from my perspective. Okay. I'm saying, you, so you, you've seen different. Because I'm saying, because you sell houses, too, so I'm just saying, I'm saying. Uh, so that experience for me mm -hmm. goes back to when I was in college. Mm -hmm. um, I, I went to Butler University, mm -hmm. you know, primarily white institution, PWI, mm -hmm. uh, in Indianapolis. And it is the quote unquote Harvard of the Midwest. So there were mm. a lot of affluent. Oh, yeah. That's a different. That's a different families. Yeah. 
And when I tell you, I can think of at least uh, three guys that I graduated with who were white Mm -hmm. that bought houses together. Together. Yeah. Some of them already had it when they were in school. Now, pro- they probably got help from the, from the parentals, uh, but that's by design. Yeah. Um, but they had houses together, mm-hmm. and then, you know, that was their house. Mm-hmm. And granted, they had some amazing parties. <laughs> I tell you. Yeah. Uh, but and, and, and they and they and they and they bought it together. It wasn't like a, and I'm just asking now. So it wasn't because because I've seen that, and when I've seen it, I've seen like the parent buy it, and then. Have this the son and his friends live in it, but you're saying after college they went and bought it together too. Correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Now, now, is, that, now I say that preface that some of them had it prior to graduating, so that could have been mm-hmm. you know one of those parental edging ons. Mm-hmm. I don't know who name on the that's, deed. That's, that's what we're gonna do. We're but gonna, I know it was their house. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna buy some, put in the kid's name, be like put your roommates in there. And then same. Yeah. yeah. Same. Same. Yeah, yeah, and and so so yeah, I have seen that, um, and, and you're probably right. It probably, but I, 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 and I'm I'm just speculating now. I think it's probably gonna be more people that like now. Let's say me and you are graduates. You know, we're 30 years old and single. And I'm like, hey, bro, let's go buy a house. I'm plan- I don't plan on getting a wife anytime soon, and I don't want to miss out on this property. Let's just go buy a house together. Right. Right, is, I, I think that I think we're gonna start seeing, especially more. now since affordability is not as affordable, because uh, we used to see that with just one person. Like, I'm gonna buy a house, you can come and rent a room for me. Yeah, but now I do think we're gonna see more of a collaborative effort. Let us both go buy a house, and excuse me, they may enter into an agreement where we're gonna have this house together for three years. Mm-hmm. After three years. Uh, you know, we'll either collectively sell it or, you know, somebody move out, you know, pay them their interest or whatever equity, equitable interest, I should say, they have in the property. And then the other person can keep it as a rental, rent out a room, you know. Yeah, it was, I was like, cause, yeah, cause especially. There's a lot of smart things if, you can do. If, if somebody get a girlfriend, you'd be like, hey, bro, I'm being my girls for this week. Let's just rent it out on Airbnb. You know what I mean? Split, man. Yeah, yeah. So, so many options so many in real options estate. Can do. Yes, sir. All righty. Uh, that was dope, man. Build told po- y'all. You I can, told y'all. You can, you can build. You can build a podcast studio in the house. You know, in one of the areas, and then have people cycle through recording podcasts. You know, you can just just yeah. make cash. Um, you got that idea from us, Steve. Just remember that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right. Let everybody know how they can reach you if they want to. Uh, be like the the rich kids at, at your alma mater and uh, mm-hmm. buy real estate the right way. <laughs> Let's go be you. Uh, <laughs> the best way to reach me is my cell phone, 214-225-3453. You can call or text. You can email me, rob at inkrealtygroup.com. That's ink with a K. And I am Rob L. The Realtor across most social media channels. Thanks for, thanks for sharing the insights. Oh, man, it's it's always a pleasure. I told y'all it was going to be dope. Y'all make it a great one. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com 
forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.